Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to the July 13th Hemp Show powered by Cantrade. My name is Mark Roselli. I'm the CEO of Cantrade and the host of the Hemp Show. Next up on the Hemp Show, we have Drew Giles with Best Buds Premium Hemp and CBD Products. Drew is a longtime cannabis health advocate and the founder and CEO of Best Buds Premium Hemp and CBD. Best Buds was built on innovation and exploration, and they encourage this every day with their product lines, employees, and customers. Best Buds is a premium hemp company founded to source, sample, and sell the best products available in today's legal full-spectrum hemp extracts and an industrial hemp market. Best Buds quality products combined with years of experience and relationship with farmers and manufacturers places them in the perfect position to be your best friend in the industry. Thank you very much for joining us today, Drew, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Thank you for having me, Mark. I'm extremely excited to be here. Um, just want to start off and say thank you, Mark and Sarah, for putting this together for everybody. Yeah, thank you. You're, you're, you're welcome. I mean, we have a blast doing it. I'm, I'm surprised at how many interesting people I get to talk to on a monthly basis just by running this show. And it's really cool because we're all in the same industry. We're all here kind of promoting and helping each other. So I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same, same. Cool. So let's, let's start from the top. You know, when, when did you get in the space what is Best Buds Premium Hemp do? What are you doing? You know, where do you, where'd you fall in love with the plant? Wherever you want to take it. Um, so, I mean, I started using cannabis pretty young. Um, I don't use pharmaceuticals at all. You know, every time when I was younger, I have a headache, you know, you smoke something, you feel fine. Your stomach hurts, you smoke something, you feel fine. You want to eat, you smoke something, you're hungry, you know? So um, cannabis definitely kind of came into my life young, but uh, we're in South Carolina. So there's obviously a lot of taboo around it. Um, so it was always kind of just something that I was interested in something I did, but didn't really talk about. Um, and then as I got older into college, things of that nature, I definitely realized how beneficial the plant can be beyond, you know, recreational aspects of it. You know, I used it medicinally, but I didn't realize, I mean, I had no idea what CBD was at all yet. You know, it was all THC. It was all, uh, you know, ganja. Um, so slowly but surely I kind of, you know, evolved my mindset on it as well as just became more informed. Um, and so we were actually in Colorado, this was 2018 
and with a buddy of mine that's big in the industry out there and um you know just about to smoke down and hang out and he was like yo before we start smoking eat this bottle of edibles and i was like no way bro like i'm not <laughs> eating this, eat this yeah bag. i'm not eating five eat this bottle of edibles no and he was like oh it's not thc it's cbd and i was like oh well, i definitely don't want it. it doesn't do anything for you he's like oh you're one of those guys you have no clue what you're talking about bro um, so I ate it, felt great, smoked, enjoyed our evening, um, got some of the best sleep I've ever had in my life. And um, when I came back to South Carolina, it was that was like March 20th, I'd say. And so they had a 420 festival down here on the beach. And um, we went out there and there was like pre-rolls and plants and buds and all sorts of stuff that I just was, what in the world was going on? I had no idea that we could do this in our state. So like right then and there, me and my fiance kind of just put it buckles down and, and started figuring out the legalities of everything. And um, shortly after that, we started putting products together and we actually used like family and friends to see how we could benefit them before we ever even launched any sort of product. And just the amazing results we saw with like, you know, her mother having uh, diabetic swelling in her feet, put a salve on it, takes care of it. Uh, her father had sciatica, you know, he uses our oil and the sciatica is gone. Um, and then we had some other family friends that, you know, child was like an extremely ADHD, bad grades, blah, 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 you know, and they started them on like CBD isolate gummies and the kid made honor roll the next semester. So wow, it was just kind of these things that trickled on as we wanted to get more interested in it and uh, more invested in cannabis and then realized like, hey, dude, this is really, really beneficial to people. Um, and so that's kind of where we started going. We launched in March of last year, which obviously was like the worst time ever <laughs> to start doing something. You didn't, you didn't um, realize like the, the, what, what did you launch? Like the start of March? Like, yeah. So we, first? um, we basically the, like the country shut down like March 22nd or something. Yes. Like that, right? Yes. So, um, like 2018 was kind of like, can we do this? How do we do this? And then 2019 was like, yes, we can definitely do this. And I'm just a perfectionist and it was my first company I was ever really bringing to market. So I had like all these concepts of being perfect prior to launch, um, which obviously now, you know, almost two years into it, you realize that that doesn't really matter. You know, the best thing to do is kind of get going and get your product in front of people and you're going to grow regardless, you know? So in like January, we started sales. We started kind of some online business, but we had like 14 events lined up throughout the Southeast. So we were just going to hit physical markets hard and try to build, you know, a good presence in the physical market and drive sales to the e-commerce site. Obviously, March kind of just shut everything down and we just scurried into the e-commerce space and did everything we possibly could on a limited budget. Um, and, and it's done well. I mean, thus far, we're, we're sitting okay. So um, that's kind of, you know, how we got started and the process we went through and the difficulties that we hurdled. So um, definitely interesting. But at this point, I, I think we have like somewhere between like 357 uh, customers that, absolute success stories across the board, just constant success stories. And beyond anything, I think that's my favorite part of being involved with cannabis is, you know, we're not on the THC side of things. We're not on the recreational side of things. We're just on the health and wellness side. So to continuously see, you know, improving people's lives with our business is absolutely incredible. Not to mention the fact that I just am an advocate for cannabis across the board. So being able to say, Hey, look at our track record, look at our customers, look at their reviews, look what they say. This does something for people. This is truly beneficial for people. And, um, you know, that's a large part of, of what we're trying to do here in South Carolina specifically is just make things more normal, make cannabis more normal down here for sure. The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O Cannabis Industry Awards. 
For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. Right, right. I don't know. If, so I don't know if you were in uh, watched last show and we also have a deep dive, but we had Kent Brown on with Witness, Witnessing History and he's doing a documentary of hemp and the history of hemp in the US. And one of the, my takeaway, the craziest part is how literally the US was built on hemp, built right. in combination with hemp in right. so many different ways to the point where it was a necessary crop for the early colonies um, for things like uh, clothing, uh, cordage, sails for for boats, and and used throughout the military, and that's what we've forgotten, right? We forgot, yeah, absolutely, just utilized. erased it in a way. I mean, it just completely erased that part of history. Cannabis was such a big part of the founding aspects of this nation. It was such a huge part of our industry, and we just basically, oh, prohibition, it's gone, it's over. Not even for industrial use. Get rid of it. You know, and it, it's crazy when you look back on it, you know, it absolutely is kind of ludicrous. But, but even then, right, how important it was, it was mainly for fiber. And right. even though it was used for other things, the, the knowledge as far as like the different cannabinoids, the terpenoids and all the different compounds and how those could medically benefit somebody, you know, that wasn't really necessarily known, although it was used, you know, for medicine and other ways. Um, but that's the part that we're now just learning. So we have the fibrous side, then we have the you know, how it's helping people and everybody that's on this show, including myself, sees it almost every day, how it's, it's helping them or a family member or a friend or something. Right. It's an absolute supplement to a lot of the issues that we have in this nation, whether it be pharmaceuticals, whether it be industrial, whether it be construction. I mean, look at the price of lumber right now. It's through the roof. It's constantly rising. You know, if you want to replace lumber, you have to replace it with acres and acres and acres of trees that take years to grow. Whereas, you know, one field of hemp produces X amount of fiber, which builds X amount of homes, X amount of concrete. I mean, there's so many versatile applications of this plant that we essentially ignore as a nation, which is, once again, kind of ludicrous, you know? Right. Um, and so that's, you know, one thing that we also are just huge behind here in South Carolina. We're trying to uh, integrate into, you know, having decorticators in the state and having the ability to produce industrial hemp fiber. Um, because why are we not doing it? You know, clothing, cars, and there's so many things that you can apply to this plant that essentially you just throw seeds in a field when you're talking about industrial applications, not a whole lot to it, man. It kind of grows its own. There's a reason why it's called weed. Um, and there really is no reason. Yeah. And there really is no reason why we don't use it other than what lobbying textiles, things of that nature. Right. Um, so we hope to see just a complete revolution in cannabis in America um, on the industrial side, as well as the medicinal side. Yeah, totally. So I want to shift gears. I want to talk sure. specifically about your products. So, you know, tell us about what best buds produces and you know, what the specialty is all the above. Cool. Yep. So um, one huge thing for me is obviously flower. I love flower. I've always loved bud. Um, just the different terpenes, the indicas, the sativas, the different smells you get, the enjoyability. Um, so that's kind of where the name best buds came along, obviously. Um, so we have a big focus on um, top shelf, indoor flower, greenhouse flower, things of that nature. Um, we do distribute Delta 8 flower, but it's definitely not a favorite of mine. It's not something I'm really, really dedicated to. Um, that, would but that be, be a flower that's just like a standard hemp flower that's then sprayed with Delta 8? Indeed. Okay. Indeed. 
Indeed. And so a lot of the flower that we deal with has like, uh, you know, just long hairs on it, you know, bright green colors to it. And when you spray these flowers, it just completely ruins the quality, in my opinion. Um, not to say that Delta 8 isn't great and that it doesn't have its own applications, um, but we just kind of stick to the carts, the edibles and things of that nature when it comes to Delta 8. The last lady mentioned too, you know, CBD uh, is great to kind of offset some of the psychoactiveness of Delta Aid. So we kind of just leave our flower as flower in its original form because the people that we source from or the guys that we have grow for us produce impeccable products. And I feel as though I'm kind of doing a, a dishonesty by, you know, essentially spraying their flower with this stuff. Um, right. So for now we kind of stay away from it, but it's huge, you know, so people love it. Um, but beyond that, we do manufacture our own oils, carts, gummies, things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> not always directly, but within South Carolina, we try to stay completely vertically integrated through different networks, through different um, entities. And so we are separate businesses, but we are vertically integrated in one way or another. And um, that's huge for us, especially within my network here in South Carolina, because once again, we are trying to just highlight the benefits that cannabis can have for our state, because we are in a state that is basically, it's still the devil's weed, you know? So it's very, very different being in cannabis here specifically. Um, so we obviously have, you know, our own kind of set of goals here, as well as our own kind of vision for where we're going and, and where we'd like to see things go. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It's not definitely I'm out in California. It's, it's treated much differently. Much different. So you've got you've got a lot more hurdles to, to jump over, and a lot more people who are just locked into their mindset. It's going to take some yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I was in uh, just quickly. I was in California, just playing some disc golf, ran into some guys, and. Uh, they were like, so where are you from, man? It's South Carolina. And they were like, dude, don't people still go to prison for weed out there? And I was just like, yeah, man. And his buddy was like, not prison, man, jail. And I was like, no, prison, bro. Like, they'll, they'll put you in prison for cannabis. And they were like, what? And these guys were like 21. And so, you know, marijuana has almost been legal their entire lives. So hearing that someone goes to prison for it is beyond belief to them. You know what I mean? And wow. obviously on my side of the country, it's like, nah, dude, like one gram of weed, you're going to jail without a doubt, like you're getting locked up. So, so outrageous. And actually, uh, we've talked with multiple businesses on the show, including uh, one business, what is it, uh, New England Extracts, that is that built out their grow house in an old prison. So, and, and then they also, um, them along with a few other businesses we've talked with, have established some social equity type programs where they're uh, only hiring inmates, ex-inmates. So at some point, you know, I'm not not sure if it's happened yet. They are going to be hiring someone who was probably housed in that prison they're now growing in. Right. Yep. And that's a huge thing for me too, man. I think there are some reparations to be made. There are some kind of, uh, I mean, there's people that built this industry on their back in, in the dark, you know, and um, not to say it was legal at the time and that they should have been punished for what they did or didn't do. But regardless, I think that as things become more legal, you know, you, you kind of have to pay those guys back, you know, right. cannabis didn't become today what it is today because of government. You know, it became what it is due to basically people who ignored the law and people who did their own thing. And um, not to say it's right or wrong, but I think that as it becomes more legal, those people definitely deserve something and, uh, and, and yeah. for their time and, and effort. And there's, and there's a lot of those people. And I, I spoke with uh, Jack Career's uh, son, and uh, finally I got, I just got it in the mail, but the, uh, his, his book, The Emperor, what's called The Emperor Wears No Clothes. So I'm going to give that a read. But I mean, you're talking about people who have helped paid the way for the industry and spent time in jail, you know, spent time right. incarcerated for what they, for what they've done. Uh, but this was a excellent conversation. Um, you know, glad to meet you. Glad to hear about what all, all you're doing. So one of these times we are going to have to get on a deeper dive conversation so we can kind of take it a little bit longer. 
Um, if you're interested in connecting with Drew and Best Buds Premium Hemp, please add them to your network on CanTrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Best Buds store, post in the webinar chat, also in the CanTrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Once again, thank you for joining us today, Drew. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, thank you, Sarah. Appreciate you guys. Awesome. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.